dragging me around the living room. My head kept knocking into things. I mean, what do you do with love like that? My God, don't be silly. That's not love, and you know it. I don't know what you call it, but I sure know you wouldn't call it love. Well, say what you want to, but I know it was. It may sound crazy to you, but it's true. Just the same. People are different, Mel. Sure, sometimes he may have acted crazy. Okay, but he he loved me in his own way, maybe, but he loved me. There was love there, Mel. Don't say there wasn't. The man threatened to kill me. Really? Terry's a romantic. Terry's of the kick me so I'll know you love me school. Terry, hon, don't look that way. All right, now he wants to make up. <laughs> Make up what? What is there to make up? I know what I know, that's all. How do we get started on this subject anyway? Oh. Mel always has love on his mind, don't you, honey? I just wouldn't call Ed's behavior love. That's all I'm saying, honey. What about you guys? Does that sound like love to you? Oh, I'm the wrong person to ask. I didn't even know the man. I've only heard his name mentioned in passing. I wouldn't know. You'd have to know the particulars. Uh, but I think what you're saying is that love is an absolute. The kind of love I'm talking about is... The kind of love I'm talking about, you don't try to kill people. Oh, I don't know anything about Ed or anything about the situation. But who can judge someone else's situation? When I left him, he drank rat poison. Mm, they took him to the hospital in Santa Fe. That, that's where we lived then, about ten miles out. Yeah, they saved his life. But his gums went crazy from it. I mean, they pulled away from his teeth. After that, his, his teeth stood out like fangs. My God. People do. He's out of the action now. He's dead. Oh, it gets worse. He shot himself in the mouth, but he he bungled that too. Poor Ed. Poor Ed, nothing. He was dangerous. He did love me though, Mel. Grant me that. That's all I'm asking. He didn't love me the way that you love me. I'm not saying that, but he he loved me. You can grant me that, can't you? What do you mean he bungled it? How did he bungle it when he killed himself? I'll tell you what happened. 
he took this twenty-two pistol he bought to threaten Terry and me with. Really? Oh, I'm serious. The man was always threatening. You should have seen the way we lived in those days, like fugitives. I mean, even bought a gun myself. Can you believe it? Well. A guy like me? But I did. I bought one for self-defense and carried it in the glove compartment. Sometimes I have to leave the apartment in the middle of the night to go to the hospital, you know? Terry and I weren't married then. And my first wife had the house and kids, dog, everything, and Terry and I were living in this apartment here. Sometimes, as I say, I'd get a call in the middle of the night and have to go into the hospital at two or three in the morning. Yeah. It'd be dark out there in the parking lot, and I'd break into a sweat before I'd even get to my car. I never knew if he was going to come up out of the shrubbery or from behind a car start shooting. I mean, the man was crazy. He used to call my service at all hours and say he needed to talk to the doctor. And when I'd return the call, he'd say, Son of a bitch, your days are numbered. <sighs> Little things like that. It was scary, I'm telling you. Wow. Well, I still feel sorry for him. Oh, it sounds like a nightmare. But what exactly happened after he shot himself? I mean, what happened? He shot himself in the mouth in his room. Someone heard the shot and told the manager, I happened to be at the hospital when they brought him in, alive, but past recall. The man lived for three days. His head swelled up to twice the size of a normal head. I'd never seen anything like it. I hope I never do again. Terry wanted to go in and sit with him when she found out about it. We had a fight over it. I didn't think she should see him like that. I didn't think she should see him, and I still don't. Yeah. <laughs> Who won the fight? Well, uh, I was in the room with him when he died. Never came up out of it, but I sat with him. He didn't have anyone else. He was dangerous. You call that love, you can have it. It was love. Sh sure, it's abnormal in most people's eyes but he was willing to die for it he did die for it i sure as hell wouldn't call it love i mean no one knows what he did it for i've seen a lot of suicides i couldn't say anyone ever knew what they did it for they lived like fugitives we were afraid yeah mel was weren't you honey you know, i even called the police at one point and they were no help they they said they couldn't do anything until Ed actually did something. I mean, isn't that a laugh? Yeah. Well, well, Nick and I know what love is. Oh, for us, I mean. Oh, you're supposed to say something now. <laughs> <laughs> We're lucky. You guys, you stop that now. You're making me sick. You're still on honeymoon, for God's sake. Just, just wait. <laughs> How long have you been together now? Hmm? A year? Um, uh, Going on a year and a half. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Wait a while. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Here, you guys. Let's have toast. Let's drink this cheapo gin the hell up. <laughs> and then we're going to dinner, right? Huh? T Terry and I know a new place. That's where we'll go. To this new place that we know about. I want to propose a toast. A toast. To love. To true love. To, to love. love.
was going to tell you guys about something. Make us feel ashamed when we talk like we know what we're talking about when we talk about love. I'll tell you what real love is. I mean, I'll give you a good example. Just tell the story and then we'll go to that new place, okay? What do any of us really know about love? Seems to me we're just beginners with love. We say we love each other. I don't doubt it. I love Terry, and Terry loves me. And you guys love each other too. You know the kind of love I'm talking about now. <laughs> Physical love. That impulse that drives you to someone special, as well as love of the other person's being, his or her essence, as it were. Please, Mal, don't always be so serious, sweetie. Sometimes I have a hard time accounting for the fact that I must have loved my first wife too. But I did. I know I did. So I suppose I am like Terry in that regard. Terry and Ed. What do any of us really know about love? Physical love seems to be just beginners at love. Am I wrong? Physical love. Ought to make us feel ashamed when we talk like we know what we're talking about when we talk about love. What do any of us really know about love? <laughs> Physical love seems to me we're just beginners at love. Am I wrong? Physical love ought to make us feel ashamed when we talk like we know what we're talking about when we talk about love. There was a time when I thought I loved my first wife more than life itself. Sweetie, I'm, I'm not criticizing. But now, I hate her guts. I, I do. How do you explain that? What happened to that love? What happened to it? That's what I'd like to know. I wish someone could tell me. And then there's Ed. We're back to Ed. Okay. He loves Terry so much he tries to kill her, and he winds up killing himself. You guys have been together 18 months, and you love each other. It shows all over you. You glow with it. But you both loved other people before you met each other. You both been married before, just like us. And you probably loved other people before that too, even. Terry and I have been together five years, been married for four, and the terrible thing, the terrible thing is, but the, the good thing too, the saving grace, you might say, is that if something happened to one of us, ex excuse me for saying this, but if something happened to one of us tomorrow, I think the other person would gr grieve for a while, you know, but then the surviving party would go out and love again, have someone else soon enough. All this, all of this love we're talking about, it would just be a memory. Maybe not even a memory. Am I wrong? Am I way off base? Because I want you to set me straight if you, if you think I'm wrong. I want to know. I mean, I don't know anything. I'm the first one to admit it. What do any of us really know about love? Seems to me we're just beginners with love. Am I wrong? Ought to make us feel ashamed when we talk like we know what we're talking about when we talk about love. What do any of us really know about love? Seems to me we're just beginners with love. Am I wrong? 
Ought to make us feel ashamed when we talk like we know what we're talking about when we talk about love. Mel, for God's sake. Are you getting drunk, honey? Huh? Are you drunk? Honey, I'm just talking, right? I don't have to be drunk to say what I think. I mean, we're all just talking, right? Come on now. Don't talk like you're drunk if you're not drunk. Just shut up for once in your life. Will you do me a favor and do that for a minute? He's depressed. Yeah. Mel, Mel. Am I wrong? Why don't you take a pill, huh? I've taken everything there is. What do any of us really know about love? <laughs> Physical love. Seems to me we're just beginners with love. Am I wrong? Physical love. Ought to make us feel ashamed when we talk like we know what we're talking about when we talk about love. call my kids. Is that all right with everybody? I'll call my kids. What if Marjorie answers the phone? I don't want to talk to Marjorie. I want to talk to my kids. Yeah, well, there isn't a day goes by that Mel doesn't say he wishes she'd get married again or else die. She's allergic to bees. If I'm not praying she'll get married again, I'm praying she'll get herself stung to death by a swarm of fucking bees. <laughs> Maybe I won't call the kids after all. Maybe it isn't such a hot idea. Maybe we'll just go eat. How does that sound? Jin's gone. Now what? You've been listening to What We Talk About When We Talk About Love on Sound Worlds. I'm Patrick Egan Young. Sound world. This project is based on short stories from the collection What We Talk About When We Talk About Love by Raymond Carver. Copyright 1981 Raymond Carver, 1989 Tess Gallagher. Used by permission of the Wiley Agency Limited. They were adapted by Patrick Eakin Young. Gazebo was composed by Matt Huxley and featured Declan Conlon as Duane, Fanula Doherty as Holly, and Lottie Johnson as Juanita. Drums were by Ben Andrews. Sax was composed by Matt Huxley and featured Jordan Barbour as Les, Will Johnson as Les's father, and Patrick Eakin Young as Les's friend. I Could See the Smallest Things was composed and sound designed by Alex Groves and featured the vocals of musical artist Hattis Noy. Nancy was played by Esther Hall and Sam was played by Simon Mueller. The final story, What We Talk About When We Talk About Love, had sound design by Alex Groves and music by Matt Huxley. It was performed by Paul Hilton as Mel, Anastasia Hill as Terry, Lottie Johnson as Laura, and yours truly as Nick. All pieces were mixed and mastered by Ross Flight. Soundworlds is created by me, Patrick Egan Young, and is produced by Eleanor Turney. Associate producer, Tom Andrews. Next time, we have Man on Wire by the Dutch theatre collective Klubgevault, a sonic theatre podcast based on a concept album, based on a theatre show, based on a documentary, based on a French guy who tightrope walked between the Twin Towers in 1974. Based on a dream. Don't miss it. I'm Patrick Egan Young, and I hope you'll join me again on Soundworlds. Worlds.
Sound World, Sonic Theatre.